friends, comrades, fames, and aims. How are you? Welcome to season three of the Stories and Philosophies podcast. That means we have been here three solid years doing this thing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for just being patient when I take long hiatuses away from the podcast because you all know I stay taking breaks. (laughs) But thank you for coming back every end of summer every july august september when i give you all new episodes again thank you for being here i'm so grateful so honored that you all are choosing to journey with me through audio so if you've listened to the trailer you know that this season is going to be all about our relationship to change and this very first episode i am bringing you is actually from my home in calabar nigeria So, hello from Nigeria. You all stay getting episodes from the motherland. And I hope you appreciate special content that is brought to you from the mother of civilization, the mother, the home of all African-descended people. Um, Yeah, I love it here. Um, I feel like my creative, my most creative, my most um, calm, most grounded, most centered self when I am in this part of the world. It's funny because I was in Lagos maybe about three weeks ago. And for those of you who don't know, Lagos is the most populous black nation. I think it's the most populous black nation in the world. Um, The most populous black city. I don't know. But basically there are hella black people in Lagos. Um, And Nigeria is, you know, Lagos is the economic capital of Nigeria, not the actual capital of Nigeria, but everyone knows Lagos. So it's in Lagos. Lagos is busy. Lagos is home to about 20 million people. Um, So about 10% of Nigeria's 200 million people live in Lagos. And it's busy. It's full. It is bustling. There's so much energy. There's so much chaos. And I was in Lagos having drinks with my friends. And they're like, so what brings you to Lagos this time? And I was like, oh, relaxing. And they all kind of laughed at me. And they're like, Lagos is not where you go to relax. And I was like, no. I go to Lagos to relax. You all who live in Lagos don't relax in Lagos because this is where your life is. But my life isn't here. Like, I have friends. I have spots that I enjoy. I love the beaches. So Lagos is where I go to relax. And it was just kind of funny because you don't really hear people talking about going to Lagos for relaxation. But that is what your girl does, you know? So in this first episode, besides the fact that I am once again all over the African continent. And by all over, I mean just in Nigeria, Um, different cities in Nigeria. So far, I've been in Lagos, I've been in Abuja. I am in Calabar right now, which is my family home. And I spent a few weeks ago in Akwaibom, which is my grandparents' home and actually the home of my dad and the home of my mom and where their parents made home. So it's been a beautiful five, six weeks here. I'm talking about locations today as I explore change because in the past, my my pre-COVID life, I lived in California and I would visit the continent maybe every two to three weeks. Um, you know, Nigeria is home for me. My family, when I was younger, made it a point to come home every other year so that, you know, we could always still have ties to home. That's something I'm really grateful to my immigrant parents for doing. And the fact that a little bit There's a little difference in our family dynamic from a lot of immigrant homes that I have observed in my growing and coming of age, which is my parents both shuttled. And so 
my mom was the American parent, my dad was a Nigerian parent. They both shuttled to see each other and then you know, we knew when we're home in Nigeria, we're in dad's turf. When we're home in America, we're in mom's turf. And we both, we have a house in Nigeria and in the in, in the U.S. And so they kind of did a lot of the shuttling back and forth. But so that we could experience each person in their home turf. If we spent weekday, if we spent like school time in um alabama which is where our american home was we would spend summers every other summers all summer in nigeria in my dad's turf and then my dad would often come over for christmas and stay like for three or four months so it was just a very unique like growing up in so many ways i did miss the stability of having both parents but it also just ensured that we had a different place to go to that we had um a Nigerian life that felt very robust and full and an American life that felt very robust and full. And that's how my parents decided that they wanted to handle our um, economic situation. And, you know, I there are pros and cons to everything, but I don't think it was a bad decision. Anyway, so as I started getting older and like, you know, being in law school and having internships and things, I couldn't really stay in Nigeria for much longer than two, three weeks. Um, I remember 2015, was I came here for it was I just graduated from law school I it was the last time I spent a significant of a time as I am doing this time back here but I was in a very stressed headspace I just graduated from law school I needed a few weeks before I started studying for the bar and my dad had told me to come home he bought a ticket for me to go home as a law school graduation present and just told me to come home and you know take some space take some time before I started studying for the bar and I was still in that like okay I'm done with law school but I'm also 20 years old so I could really take a gap year for three years and like begin my career in law but I also really enjoy the law and don't feel like I want to take a gap year but I'm too exhausted to study for the bar (laughs) I was actually one semester away from getting an LLM which is a master's in law and I just could not do another semester of school so I was so burnt out but I still wanted to study for the bar because I had been studying for six months taking classes to help me do well in the bar and felt like if I stopped that momentum I wouldn't go back and take the bar and I wanted a career in law so I was just in a very like I had to make some hard decisions and know what I was going to push through on and it just felt so nice to come home and I remember just being back in this big ass bed that I'm on right now just sitting here writing pros and cons like actually dreaming about what I would what else outside of law I would like to do I wanted to kind of dreamed about creating content creating courses which I do right now through Salem teaches um slide plug for my self-care for black women course which is currently ongoing right now it's a self-paced 68 week course about the foundations of self-care for black women it's really great but I remember like just sitting on this bed and kind of dreaming about all the things that I wanted to do I was 20 I was a law school grad I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life but I also knew what I wanted to do with my life if that makes sense and you know (laughs) being back here Six years later, um, I just have so many feelings about how we change, but what stays the same. And so, yeah, I'm back here. I'm back home. I've been here for six weeks and still in this big ass bed. Um, I have to tell you that this, the size of the bed in the room, in my room, in my Calabar home, feels like three, maybe three full mattresses and two queen mattresses put together. It's like bigger than any king mattress I've seen. It's maybe like 
two king mattresses put together it is humongous i literally begin on one side of the bed and like almost every hour in the night slowly migrate through the other side of the bed <laughs> so i wake up on the opposite side of the bed and it's so big it's so luxurious it's so comfortable and i just i love it here i have like a pile of books on one end because i like i like to like lay down and read books um and yeah it's been wonderful to just like take a break reset really sit back with the version of myself at 20 who had just become a lawyer and had all of these other creative dreams and artistic dreams and artistic visions as well as the version of myself that really you know two years ago realized that so many of those dreams that i had i wasn't living in them because i had pursued this legal path almost exclusively and with such fiery dedication that i'd kind of left some other dreams behind and so when COVID hit so much of my own change was how do i integrate the life and the experiences that i want to have and the experiences that were important to me at 20 that are still important to me at 26. Right, I'll be 27 in a few months and so going into my late 30s I really want to take the time to see the things that have been threads over the last like six seven years of my life the things I've always wanted to do and realize that maybe those things are not necessarily going to change I don't feel at all in so many ways I don't feel similar to the person I was at 16 but I see that there are threads that have lasted for about a decade. There are things I've loved for about a decade. And so as before we dive into more and more about change in this episode, I really want us to take some time to sit with the things that don't change, the things that haven't changed, the things that like made you so giddy and so happy a decade ago that still make you giddy and happy. And like, what is your relationship to those things? And how are you going to actually carve out and make space for those things in this new reality we're building? Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. It makes sense to me. And that is what I would like us to ponder. That is the philosophy that I would like to bring out and unearth in this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Once again, hello from my Calabar home. I hope I have painted a beautiful enough picture of what life is like here. Um, really, I feel like you only know about my big ass bedroom. In the next episode, I will tell you a little bit more about just calabar life and some philosophies that i'm learning in this iteration of my experience as i build this new world for myself as i get into my late 20s thank you for listening i hope you all have a wonderful wonderful time and i hope you have a blessed glorious and fruitful rest of your day